Hey, before we start the show this week, did you know that in just five minutes, you could potentially make a huge impact on the future of the Bears? All you need to do is sign up to the RFL's Our League platform and select the Bears as one of your teams. It's free to join. It's packed full of rugby league news, competitions, videos, and loads more besides. But our following on that platform might influence future funding decisions. So we need as many fans on there as possible. Even if you put us a second choice, we won't mind. Make a difference in just a few minutes today. Head over to rugby-league.com slash our league to create your account and pick the Bears as one of your teams. Right, on with the show. Well, better late than never. Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast coming at you every week from CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as ever is my co-pilot and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, uh, busy old week, hasn't it? Um, how, how are you doing? Yes, yeah. Kids go back to school next week. So yeah, I've been um, running around like crazy over the last couple of weeks. Been been uh, keeping my eye on, on everything rugby league, but uh, yeah. Um, I guess we'll we'll talk about the game in a minute, but uh, disappointing um, to lose in the fashion that the Bears did. Um, really, really unlucky. Definitely, definitely. So as Craig said this week, we will look back on last Sunday's agonising, if we're honest, 32-30 loss away to Hunslet. We'll hear from player coach Dave Scott and we'll look ahead to this Sunday's trip to Doncaster as the end of the season edges closer. So let's start with that match at Hunslet. Um, it was a true game of two halves for the Bears. First half wasn't good. Um, there was a try from Peter Ryan was, was all the Bears had to show really as they went into the sheds 26-6 down. But they really got on a roll in the second period and tries from Hayden Freeman, Sam Bowering, Matty Wellham and Dan Coates brought the score to 32-30 to Hunslet before a real moment of controversy really. Um, Chris Cullimore for the Bears appeared to ground the ball for what would likely have been a winning try because it was just a couple of minutes to go. Uh, but the referee ruled it out and the Bears ended up losing the game 32-30. And with it, we were doing the maths before we pushed record, with it really any chance of, of getting in the playoffs. So that decision really has proved costly in terms of the the um, option of extending the Bears season in 2021. And Incredibly frustrating, to say the least. Um, do keep an eye out on the Bears' social channels for the match highlights. Um, I'm sure the Chris Cullimore try that wasn't a try will make an appearance in those highlights, given that I put those highlights together. Um, anyway, Craig and I will chat about the game in a moment. But um, first, let's hear some post-match reaction from player coach Dave Scott. Well, Dave, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, you've had a, a few days now to decompress from the, the Hunslet game and then hopefully get over get over pondering the, the what ifs of that. I mean, quite a quite a game of two halves, really, from a Bears point of view. How how do you reflect on that game now? You've had a few days to think about it. Yeah, it's really frustrating. And um, like you said, it, it really was a game of two halves. And it's one of the things we've been trying to address 
throughout training and we've been trying to address it with the lads away from training and making them think about the types of things we want them to achieve within that first 10, 20 minutes of the game or even that first half of the game. And we've been trying to address it week on week in the dressing room and I can't put my finger on it, but the message just hasn't seemed to sunk in. And our completion rate, I think, for the last two weeks has been down at around 30% in the first half. And we're just not giving ourselves a chance in a game. Uh, we're not getting a foothold in the game. And I don't know what it is, but we just seem to be starting really nervous, really edgy and coming up with a lot of errors and giving away a lot of penalties and just doing things that we don't practice doing, which is really frustrating. Um because we say all the right things, but we don't seem to do all the right things, unfortunately, at times. But as you mentioned, um, again, we managed to, to almost have a comeback in the second half. And that's when we started to play some really good rugby. We stuck to the processes of the game and we got a reward. We got a rewards for it. And if I'm honest, we were robbed uh, at the end. Uh, Chris Collymore's try was a try. Um, we've seen the replay of it. We've seen it in slow motion and it's 100% a try. So I don't understand why it wasn't given. But it's just very disappointing as well from that point of view. Well, I, I was I was going to touch on on Chris's try that that wasn't given because as you say, I mean that was that was what four or five minutes before the end of the game that that yeah. more than likely would have would have sealed a second astonishing comeback against Hunslet in the season and 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 would have would have seen you come back home with the points. I mean. <laughs> We've talked a few times this season of it, of it certainly being a feeling at the very least that the Bears don't get the rub of the green in some of these decisions. And that one seems like more of a feeling. It, it, I know there's not much you can do and there's probably not much you can say without risking getting, getting into trouble, but it's it's just so frustrating, isn't it, when, when things like that just go against you? Yeah, I mean, look, all throughout the year, I think... Um, I've, I've probably mentioned that Coventry just don't seem to get the rub of the green and I, I don't really understand why that is um, and especially at the weekend I think the 50-50 decisions definitely didn't go our way there was a lot of dubious decisions when you watch the video back um, you know it wasn't just for us ones that got some tough calls as well but I think they got the better of the calls in comparison to us and yeah I think not only does that have an effect on the game and the outcome of it, but it has an effect on the players and what they come up with. Uh, being on the field, you can sense the frustration, you feel frustrated yourself. And that's, again, when you start to come away from the processes because you think everything's against you and you try and come up with that miracle play that is a one in a million play and it's never going to come off. But, you know, you, you almost feel forced to have to do it. So, yeah, it's, quite frankly, it's not good enough, um, in my opinion. Um but what, what can we do about it? All we can do is control what we can control. Um, at the end of the day, um, we we need to be better as well. Yeah. I suppose thinking about positives you can take from this one. I mean, we, we sort of half jokingly said before this game that, you know, given what happened last time against Hunslet, if you get on a bit of a roll and score a couple of tries back to back, who knows what can happen? And, and it, it nearly proved true in that second half. You, you really did put a role on them. I'm guessing a lot of what you're going to take out of that game does come from that second half. And again, as we've mentioned all season, sticking to the processes, sticking to what you do well, and you can go back to back and you can you can put tries on people and you can, you can cause anyone problems. Are, are, are those the kind of things you're going to be focusing on um, ahead of Doncaster this weekend? Yeah, without a doubt, it's the same message we've been trying to sink in for the last couple of weeks and probably the same message we've been trying to sink in all year. Uh, and for some reason... Uh, at the beginning of the year, we, we were doing it very well from the start of the game. 
Um, whereas we've gotten to the second half of the season and we've just not really clicked with it at all. We've not really done it. So, yeah, again, it's looking at those positives of when we stick to the process of a high completion rate and we stick to simple rugby league, playing field position, trying to force errors and then putting on our plays, isolating the correct people with those plays. That's when we get joy and when we're on the same way when we're all on the same wavelength and we're playing as, as a team of 13 players, not as a team of 13 individuals, which which has been happening over the last couple of weeks, which has been a, a bit disappointing. But yeah, um, just got to take the positives out of it and just try and reinforce that message for the boys moving into this weekend against Doncaster. And just just lastly on the Hunslet game, I was just I was curious if you had any indie individuals you particularly wanted to shout out. I mean, one name that jumps out at me is Aiden Freeman on the on the score sheet again. I think that's four and four since he's returned. He's he's clearly had a massive impact since he's come back from injury. Is there anyone in particular you you felt deserved a, a particular mention from last weekend? Uh, I thought Sam Barron had a fantastic game. Um, he set up one of the tries down the right edge and he scored one himself. Mm-hmm. Um, deservedly so. Defensively solid again. Um, all game as he has been all year. Um, absolute pleasure to play alongside and I thought Matthew Allen had a, a very good game as well he was a threat out the back um, he, I think he actually managed to get on the end of, or he was involved in one of the plays that set up, to, that set up Sam Barron's try so he can play with ball in hand as well and it, it, he's very solid at the back under the high ball and I just thought you know he, he had a really good game he offered himself when the game got tough to try and carry out yardage and, and get some momentum going forward so I'd probably say looking back at the game, those two stood out the most. Right, right. And Matty really reveling in that in that fullback role for the second week in a row again. Um so coming back onto this weekend in Doncaster, it's it's obviously a, a club and a ground you know fairly well. I mean, are you are you excited to to go back to one of your own stomping grounds with the Bears and and, and hopefully put on a good show and, and showcase what, what you're doing down here? Yeah, absolutely. Um I absolutely love my, my time at Doncaster. Went on loan there from Featherston in 2013. I enjoyed it so much that I stayed in 2014. And then again for 2015, unfortunately, we didn't have the best of seasons and they ended up getting relegated. So that's when I, I then moved on to Batley. But I absolutely love my time at Doncaster. And it's it's a very well-run club. The Keepmoat Stadium is fantastic. They've got a great set of fans. And um, yeah, without a doubt, I think whenever you play against one of your former clubs, it always inspires you to be that little bit better and, and put on a good show. Great stuff. Well, uh, best of luck for the weekend, Dave. Um, looking forward to to hopefully seeing uh, seeing the Bears do it for the full eighty and um, and pull off another shock because you know there's still a couple of games left and there's still still games to be won. But um, yeah, look forward to chatting to you after after that one. Yeah. You too, Dave. Cheers again, as ever. So huge thanks to Dave, as ever, for joining us. And Craig, so as I said at the start, another game of two halves for the Bears. And obviously lots of positives to take from the second period. But we've got to start by talking about the try that never never was. I mean, not just the fact that it meant they didn't win the game, but but effectively it sort of, it sort of kills their season. It, it was a real gut punch, wasn't it? Yeah, I just don't get it. Um, the linesman signaled to give it. Um the referee uh, was closer. I mean, he was literally right there. So he obviously saw something that no one else did. Um, now, when you score a try, as everyone knows, you just need downward pressure. So if you put downward pressure on the ball and it subsequently rolls forward, that's a try. Uh, and that's what happened. So he obviously felt for some reason that it w- that it hadn't downward pressure hadn't been applied. but 
Um, you know, I've seen the highlights and and it's clear downward pressure. So, you know, it's it's annoying. It's pretty gutting considering the team really, really give Hansa a run for the money in the second half. You know, pretty much similar to the first game where, where we beat them at home. Um, they started well and then we um, completely dominated the second half. And, and to do that away from home against you know, one of the, the Heartland teams is, is uh, you know, a phenomenal performance overall. And, and I'm gutted for the lads that they didn't get the win that they they really deserved from the game. Um, it's one of those, I guess, looking at it pragmatically, these things happen. Uh, you've got to accept the decisions of the referee. We didn't start strong enough. Again, another slow start, um, but finished the game strongly, which we've done. We've pretty much done it all season, brilliant second half performances. I still don't uh, understand what what the issue is with our first half performances. And, you know, we always start every game slow, but we are where we are. And, um, you know, it's pretty gutting just to miss out on the playoffs. Um, had we beat Hunslet, I think it would have been game on for the final game against Rochdale with with another with a chance of of the playoffs yeah yeah i mean we should we should say that the the sunday's result like had the bears won sunday i wouldn't have guaranteed the playoffs but it would have it would have effectively kept it in their hands particularly as you say rochdale away on the last day of the season um another team vying for that final spot and um and a real opportunity for the bears to take it but yeah just just really frustrating and it 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 feels like we've said a few times this season that we feel like the bears just don't get the rub of the green sometimes and, uh, and don't get the, don't get the the look they deserve in those decisions. But yeah, that one was particularly, particularly gut wrenching just because it really did even trying to look at it as, as objectively and as, as unbiasedly as possible. It, it really did look like a try in real time and, and in slowed down. Um, But something the game, that game did show and we talked about it, ahead of the Hunslet game was, you know, when, when this Bears team gets on a roll, they're pretty terrifying, aren't they? I mean, when they, when they stick to their processes and they do what they're good at, they can cause problems for anyone in this team, in this league. And I mean, the way they steamrolled at Hunslet in that second half was just, was just phenomenal. Yeah, we're, um, we're a real attacking threat. I mean, we've averaged about four tries a game um, all season, which... You know, in comparison to previous seasons, is a phenomenal effort. Um, you know, we're um, what's that? Twenty, well, twenty-four points, twenty-five points a game we average. So, doing just a, a, this is a great squad. I mean, I I really hope that they're together again next season because I think the growth within the squad and 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 the competitive competitiveness on the field is just phenomenal, um, and. When this team are in a purple patch, um, they are as good as anyone in the league, um, genuinely. Um, and, you know, every single team that we've played this year has come off the pitch knowing that they've had a really tough game. And we've been unfortunate two or three times where we we really should have got the win uh, and didn't quite manage to do it. But that's all part of the process about the growth and, and the coaching team 
and the group of players can really hold their heads high with with how they've performed this season, particularly from an attacking sense. We we've just been phenomenal at times. Definitely, definitely. And and you mentioned games where perhaps the Bears should have won, and that brings us nicely on to to looking ahead to this Sunday's game away to Doncaster, which incidentally is a two thirty kickoff. Which last time I checked on the BBC, they didn't have that quite accurately, um, but we have had it confirmed as a two thirty kickoff at the Keepmoat Stadium in Doncaster, but. When the Dons came to Coventry earlier this season, uh, the Yorkshire side were pretty lucky to leave with a win. Um, I mean, Craig, we've we've discussed the playoffs. They're out of reach now. But this is a very proud and a very talented Bears side who are are still going to want to end this this season on a high. And Doncaster are are beatable. The Bears showed that the way when they attacked against them in Coventry early this year, they they broke the line and they scored. What what do you think needs to just be switched over in the mindset of this squad for them to put together a couple of full 80-minute performances in the style we know they can to round off this season and potentially get a couple more wins before we're done? Um, I think sometimes it it depends how the opposition starts out from the start, you know, sets out from the start of the game. Um, you know, we we in some games have started slowly, mainly because the opposition haven't let us play and put us under pressure. And as the game's gone on, the team the, the team have adapted and uh, and started to figure out the opposition and and really. And you know that comes down to to experience working together as a group uh, and coach and the coaches gaining experience. You know they've shown their phenomenal coaches um, against Doncaster. It'll be difficult uh, away because they're really you know they are strong at home. Um, they've they're a bit of a strange side though because they have been absolutely scintillating in some games where they've really put teams to the sword. I mean they absolutely hammered North Wales. Uh, at their place um, and then they've been really shockingly poor in other games um, so I'm hoping that, that that it's the shockingly poor performance they put in this weekend um, and that the Bears go on and get a big win um, Doncaster seemed to have turned a corner though they had a, a really bad run where they I think they hadn't won in about five including a draw away at West Wales so but they, I think they've won the last two now so they're back on track and, and they're they're really pushing for um, the playoffs, and and they'll, I mean, they'll be hoping that they can try and sneak into the automatic promotion spots spot. So they're really going to be giving it a good good old go. And you know, as I said, they're playing at home, but this team, this group of players are 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 good enough to beat them. We we showed it when we played them at home, and we caused them all sorts of problems. And you know, they did they to be fair did well to see the game out, but. You know, I think the lads when they come off the field were very disappointed we didn't get the win. So, hopefully, we can put that right on uh, Sunday and and go up there and get the win, and um, you know, finish the season on a high by by winning the last two games. Yeah, definitely. And and Doncaster is certainly in the time we've done this podcast is has been a, a a stadium that the Bears have, have often struggled in and often found themselves too far down on the scoreboard before they really start clicking. So yeah, fingers crossed that they can, they can just, uh, I, I guess it's, it's quite sad to say, but just, just relax now that they know that there's no, that, that pressure of trying to sneak into the playoffs potentially isn't there. They they can perhaps relax and, and just do what they're good at, stick to their system, stick to, stick to their processes. Um, and, 
and put a marker down in these final two games just to remind people exactly what the Bears are about and what they've been doing this year because it has been a terrific season for all of the uncertainty off the pitch and for all of the frustrations we've had at times on the pitch. You know, we've racked up some fantastic wins this season and there are so many games for probably for the first time since we've been doing this podcast where it's not just been wishful thinking as looking back and saying, oh, you know, if that had gone that way, we could have won that game. Certainly most of the home games, at least, the Bears could have won all of them had certain things gone their way. And, and as you said, such a terrific squad this year, really talented squad and, and touch wood, pretty full strength going into these final two games as well. So anything can happen. We've seen that this season. We've seen that across League One this season. And as you say, Doncaster might have an off day, um, but if the Bears have an on day, it doesn't matter which Doncaster team turn up because the Bears will be a match for them. Um, and that's what we've got to focus on. And I think that's been one of the most refreshing things of this season, actually, is not just not just going into matches like this, hoping that the opposition doesn't turn up, but actually thinking, well, if the Bears click, they're going to score points. They're going to break the line. They're going to cause some problems. And if they can stay focused for the full 80 and listen to what the coach and team ask of them ahead of the game, they've got a real chance of doing this. Um and and what a way of rounding off the season that would be if if they could um, go to Doncaster and win. I think um, one thing to say as well, with it's been really refreshing this year. I mean, there's always been a really close connection between the fans and the players at the Bears. Um, you know, that's one of the the great things about the Bears. But this year in particular, there's been a really strong connection between the players, the coaching staff, and the fans. And you know, everyone uh, wants to. The players genuinely every game want to go out there and do it for the fans and do it for the, the coaching staff and, and do the very best they can. And it really it really genuinely shows and the fans have showed their appreciation. Uh, I mean, there was a big travelling support up in Hunslet and I expect the same again against Doncaster. So it's really brilliant to see and, um, you know... Well, yeah, I totally agree with you there, Craig. And, um, and fingers crossed the Bears... They can once again make history in 2021 and get that win in Doncaster this Sunday. But um, I think we'll leave it there for this week and we will be back next week with all the reaction from that game. And then we'll be looking ahead to the final match of 2021. So um, until then, take care and thanks as always for listening.